Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to the show. It is Super Bowl Sunday here on this Sunday. Um, at 8.33 a.m., it is February 13th, Super Bowl Sunday. Anyways, I'm sorry I didn't get this episode out any sooner. Um, so on Friday, I had uh, a 8th grade play for my school to go to. I'm not like in drama or theater or whatever or anything. But, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, or anything like that, but I, it, it was kind of, it's like an 8th grade thing, like every single 8th grade class, they kind of, they kind of do it, it's kind of set up by the drama teacher, and, it, and so there's advisories, in middle school, um, you, they're separated between boys and girls advisories, they're mixed together in, in upper school, but you, you kind of, your, your, uh, advisory creates like a little skit or something that you get to put on for like the other middle schoolers, and then the parents the next day. And so I, I was at that. I wasn't an on-stage person. I kind of I did the lights for my uh, class's performance, um, which was pretty fun. But the, but I was there for I'd say about three hours on um, Friday night. And so I didn't really. And then I came back and I got home at around 9:30. And then I'd get ready for like bed and stuff. And then so it was like 10:30. And I was like, I'm not making a podcast now. Um, and then Saturday, I was kind of booked all day. But anyways, we are here now. Um, it is Super Bowl Sunday. And I think, and obviously, we're going to be talking Super Bowl. Um, and also, but one more thing before we, we jump into the episode. Let's let's talk about this past week of college basketball real fast. Not into too much depth, but just real fast. Duke lost to my glorious UVA. And they seem to be starting to put some things together. Um, Houston loses twice this week. Um, they were number six. Auburn lost once. Purdue lost, and Texas Tech lost, which kind of kind of is exciting to see because because then you have uh, more um, more more shakeup. Because I I like as mo- the most shakeup as possible. I don't I don't like it when when there's a, a clear cut team that should go really far in the tournament or whatever. I like it when when it could be kind of a mixed up. I mean, it could lead to more busted brackets, but. But it's just, it's just more exciting and more fun to pay attention to and watch. Um, but anyways, uh, so Super Bowl, we're going to be talking about it today on this episode. Super Bowl tickets, though. Why are they so expensive, dude? Like, I, I looked, I couldn't find one for any lower than like $4,500 or whatever. And then they went as high as like $12,000 once you got to like the lower level. Um... I don't really know why that is. I mean, I don't really see why they have to be that expensive. Because, I mean, it's one thing for them to be more expensive than a regular season game. But I don't really see why it should be at least 10 times the cost or whatever. Because what you could, you're looking at at uh, the best seat in the house for a regular season game, most around like $400 or so. And you're looking at these, these being nosebleed as high up as you can go, like the worst seat in the stadium being $4,000. And now I'm just saying, I don't really know what to say about that, but, but that's, that's kind of a lot. I, I don't know. You let me know if you, if you find anything. Um, but anyways, also just on that note, go to fast or anchor.fm slash all eyes on sports. If you want to send me a voice message, send me any feedback or just a question that you have or some, some sports topic that you want me to talk about or a question that you have that you want my opinion on. Um, that's where you're going to find it. Um, and that's where my uh, voice message link is. And anyways, enjoy this Super Bowl Sunday episode.
Okay, but anyways, let's hop right into the episode. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know why. Okay, the, uh, the Rams really had to have been expected to make it here. I mean, I, I knew I knew how good that they were going to be. I mean, preseason, they already had players like, uh, like obviously Aaron Donald. They got Matt Stafford, which is a bit of an upgrade from Jared Goff. Um, and, and people like Robert Woods and Cooper, uh, well, I mean, even with Cooper Cup, I mean, we knew he was going to be good, but we did not know he was going to be leaving, leading every single receiving category and be in the MVP race. I thought he should have won the MVP, by the way. Um, but, but then you have Robert Woods go down, but then you have Van Jefferson stepping up and then they're able to acquire Odell, Odell Beckham and Von Miller. So this team really has done a good job of improvising when they needed to and and improving as they have needed to make changes based off of injuries or things like that. Um, and one of the best coaches in the league as well. Um, you got to give a lot of thanks to Sean McVay. Uh, he's the youngest NFL coaches uh, to one the youngest NFL. I can't talk. Youngest person to become an NFL head coach coach um and so he's obviously been a big piece to their success um and he and for Zach Taylor I mean I think he maybe should have gotten coach of the year I'm not sure if he was in the conversation but what it but what he but he, what Mike Vrabel is definitely deserving of it because he won it right and it, yeah, because he went that long without Derrick Henry and was able to do everything. Um, but but just what Zach Taylor has been able to do in such a tight window. I mean, he hasn't really done anything stat-wise or anything by just looking at with the franchise. But uh, he only has a 16-32-1 record, which is only 32%. And uh, after this season has been nothing short of all or nothing for him and his team. Because if he wasn't good, if they weren't doing well, he was out. And then that might have might have sparked like some sort of rebuild. Not necessarily a full rebuild, but like a couple years out from a championship. Um and the and the franchise they decided to keep him even after a four and eleven in one year and and look what that has turned out to become the gutsy move had paid off I mean high risk high reward looking back on it now and uh, I think he'll be there for a long time now especially could should he have a couple more years of success whether they win the Super Bowl or not um, and I I mean if you haven't made the playoffs or or won a playoff game in over thirty years and you're the coach to do that with them then. You're getting a lot of respect, and um, also I I don't I don't know how much of a role some of the head coaches get in uh drafting their players, um I think don't they kind of do more of the final cuts than the drafting I don't know, but they were receiving plenty of backlash, not 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 that Jamar Chase was a bad pick, but that they needed a lineman more than they needed a guy like Jamar Chase, um, they went with him and they already had T Higgins Tyler Boyd, um. But it seems to be working out to this point now for them um, playing for a championship, um, which now really the one thing that they're going to have to bolster over the offseason is the O-line. I think they need to spend, if they're, if they're good enough options available, their first round pick, I mean, they're already going to be the back end of the first round. They either need to get an O-lineman, they need to do something with the offensive line the first couple of rounds. They've given up over 50 sacks this season. Um but anyways, moving on, um, and so I want I want to talk about some of the players, some of the most important players on either side. Um, Aaron Donald, Von Miller combined, just put them together. Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford. 
Obviously, both the QBs are going to be important. And then the wide receiver ones, Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup. So let's just let's just start with the QBs. I mean, I feel like we're I feel like I always do that, but and we're going to do that here as well. Um, they're going to be very very interesting to watch in this game. Um, they're definitely both top ten QBs in this season and putting up very very good numbers. But the main thing is how inexperienced both are. They're kind of in the same boat. I mean, they're like ten years apart in age. But but how experienced they both are in the playoffs, much less going for a Super Bowl. I mean, Stafford, before these playoffs, had only played in three playoff games for the Lions and lost all three of them. And and now he's in the Super Bowl. And for Burrow, it will be his first Super Bowl and obviously his first playoffs ever. So they were both. And, and really what people have been talking about, too, with Joe Burrow is how it's really kind of his true rookie year because he tore his ACL, right? I think it was his ACL last year. So he didn't really play too much. I don't even think he really played at all. Um, and now look where that's kind of the uh, kind of comeback has has become this season. Um, they're they're both gonna need to step up and play the best because obviously if not, I mean obviously if your quarterback doesn't play well, you're not gonna win any games. Um, but it would just be interesting to see how they're able to handle the big moments. I mean, I would have to in that situation give the edge a little bit to Matt Stafford just because he's been in the league a lot longer than Joe Burrow has. Um. Um, but for but Von Miller and Aaron Donald, Joe Burrow has been sacked fifty one times. Fifty one times. I mean, I guess with Jamar Chase filling it up, T. Higgins and all that. I mean, Jamar Chase. I mean, it hasn't been the end of the world. But I feel like with Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball, uh, Mister Joe Shiesty may be in some trouble getting rid of the ball. I mean, meaning, meaning that, that with me, that, that could translate into having problems getting into a rhythm. First ever playoffs, first ever Super Bowl, and he might have be having some issues getting into a rhythm. I mean, we know how good he's played this season, but you just never know. They have just the 20th best offensive line, and only two teams worse than their O-line, according to Pro Football Focus, made the playoffs. The only other teams worse seems like Falcons, Panthers, Jag, Jags. I mean, none of them were, were – I mean, I guess – the Falcons were in the race at one point. I think they finished like eight and nine, um, but like Panthers five and twelve, so disappointing. Um, and then the Jaguars, what were they? They were like four, thir- four and thirteen, something like that. Uh, wait, no, they were definitely worse than that. Um, but anyways, um, that that could create problems for everyone, uh, because that could prevent if because I mean he might have trouble getting rid of the ball. And I don't think I don't see with this offensive line, Vaughn and Aaron Donald having Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald having any trouble getting to him at all. Um, and it's just going to create problems for every single person on that offense. Um, over 20 sacks between Vaughn Miller and um, Aaron Donald combined as well. Um, the Bengals are gonna need to do something that they the O line will need to do something that they've never ever done before, in my opinion, because because if they don't. Uh, the, the whole offense is just going to have some trouble. And you know that, that uh, Cam Akers coming back. I mean, Sony Michelle was, was pretty good. Cooper Cup, uh, Odell, like that that offense on the other side of the ball, even with the solid defense of the Bengals, um, they, they could have some trouble staying in this game because they're going to they're gonna need to keep on pace on the offensive end because I know – I feel like that the Rams will. Um, but, 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 I mean, I could I, – I, I wouldn't – but just going back, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised necessarily if Joe Burrow was going firing on all cylinders. But I just think 
that there there's a decent chance of him starting off with having trouble. Um, but wide receivers, Cooper Cup, intro is just not needed. First in catches, first in touchdowns, first in yards. Um, I think he should have won the MVP, um, but but he didn't. I mean, that's kind of a QB-heavy uh, award, and it's just – I know. It's really hard to not think. Like, you know he's going to get his numbers. He's obviously Cooper, or Matt Stafford's number one target. I feel like if you're Matt Stafford, it just has to make you, you feel way more relaxed in a game uh, when, when, when you have someone like him to throw to on your side of the ball. Um, and – and with Jamar Chase, he is uh, a, only a rookie, obviously, and he's been able to do what he's been able to do. Uh, he winning uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, which he should have. Um, uh, fourth fourth in receiving yards and third in touchdowns with 13. Um, and 20th in receptions with 81 um, as a rookie, too. So, obviously, I think you can go back a little bit to the chemistry at LSU. And uh, and just see see that it can come together with Joe Burrow, um, and so those are, those are going to be obviously they have been all season, and they're going to be crucial to this game. Um, so I just think that both the wide receivers and the quarter the wide receivers and quarterbacks, the main ones, are going to be very important. And then you could, and then really just the O line of the Bengals versus Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball, and so. <clears throat> Now let's move on to the prediction. All right, now for my prediction, I'm going to say it right away. I'm going to be honest. I want the Bengals to win this game. I do want the Bengals to win this game. But I think what's going to make the difference is the strengths of the defensive line of the Rams and not only... Aaron Donald and Von Miller. They've got a pretty complete defense. Uh, but but the def- the defensive line, I think it's almost inevitable that they're gonna get to uh they're gonna get to they're gonna get to Joe Burrow because if there's any weakness of this uh Bengals team, it's the offensive line. There's not really much else that that there is to say. It's, it's just the offensive line is going to be a struggle for the Bengals. Um, so while I think it's going to be a very, very close game in the magicality, that's not even a word, I just made something up, um, of Joe Burrow, of him getting here, while I th- it's going to be a very, very tightly contested game. But I think the Rams are going to win. Relatively high scoring, I'd say normal scoring, thirty-one to twenty-seven. Can I really do that? I don't know, dude. See, this is this is a Super Bowl that's just so close, in my opinion. I'm gonna have to make a pick. I'm gonna go with thirty-one to twenty-eight for the Rams. Uh, again, I'll say it again. I think I want the Bengals to win, but. I just think it's going to be tough. This is the best team, most complete team that they're that they're going to be playing in these playoffs, and and it's I think it could get tough, especially on the line, because um, the Rams are definitely going to win um, on on the on the line of scrimmage, and so Rams win it very very close. They're Super Bowl Fifty Six champions. Hopefully, hope you enjoy the game. 
Uh, hope you enjoy the ads. Um, but anyways, that's going to be all for All Eyes on Sports. I'm Preston Green. Send me a voice message if you want. Be sure to follow and tell all your friends if you enjoyed the show. If not, please tell me why by going to anchor.fm slash all eyes on sports. And I'll talk to you next time on the show.